My name is Kavitha Milwani and I am a multi-certified intuitive success coach. I want to personally welcome you to Aligned and Soulful Success, where we empower soulful empaths, sensitives, and conscious leaders to confidently align with their purpose and opulently shine their light without the hustle. Together, we will explore challenges and real implementable solutions so you can step into your unique purpose and shine. It is possible to bridge the success that you already have with the truest, soulful, mystical parts of yourself. Are you ready to rise up? Then listen in. Hello, uh, my name is Kavita Milwani with Aligned and Soulful Success, Aligned and Soulful Leadership Success. And today I want to talk about sensitive souls, empaths, and purpose. And so in order to do that, first, it's really important to define what is a sensitive person or an HSP and what is an empath. So um, the HSP or sensitive person has the definition of someone that feels things at a deep level, their nervous system. I like to describe, it's like someone turned up the volume on their nervous system. So they experience the world at a deeper level. Now, if you're looking at the research and Dr. Elaine Aaron talks about the acronym DOES for the highly sensitive person um, and each letter representing one aspect of an HSP, um, I'm going to go over that briefly today. So the D is for depth of processing. So what does that mean, right? So have you ever felt like you're, you are overthinker, right? And that you, you ruminate after an event, after you had a conversation with someone, you think about things that you've said over and over again, and, um, you know, you actually want to um, go over it to make sure that you were you came across okay, that you were not harming another person. Okay, so you process it at a deep level, and that's just one example that happens with conversations and interactions with others, right? And so the depth of how you process the world around you um, is part of the trait. Okay. So that's the D. The O is for overstimulation. So remember that if you're in a situation where you start to notice every little thing in a situation, there's a lot of things to remember. Like if you think about a noisy situation um, or, you know, there like there's people speaking, there's music, there's a, a big crowd, right? And so you start to process all of that. You process all of that information, remember, at a deeper level. So the noise, you're hearing it more, right? Even like if there's clutter, if there's a bunch of people, right? So there's a point where you get overstimulated and you're no longer able to process what's going on. It's kind of like you shut down, right? You've reached that point of like overstimulation. Uh, everything feels louder, everything feels worse now, and you just feel like you need to rest, okay? And so this is often um, the case for sensitive people. Now, there's something called sensory processing disorder. That's different, right? So sometimes I think that, you know, it can be mistaken for that, but um, 
it's not that you can't be around crowds or around those situations. It's that there's a, you reach a limit and that limit is different for other people. Okay. So the E part of it is emotional reactivity. So this is what most people think about when they think about um, a sensitive person or um, an empath. They think about emotional a person that's very emotional, right? That they maybe cry at everything. Um, you know, they have the the reaction that um, people would consider sensitive. And you know, I say sensitive with a grain of salt because some people think of sensitivity as a negative thing, right? Is it something that's not good and you don't want to be that, right? Especially in Western society. Um, and so the the emotional reactivity is that the, it, you can evoke emotion in a sensitive person pretty easily, right? And um, the thing is that some sensitive people have experienced so much emotion in their life. Maybe they had a difficult childhood. I mean, there's a, the ACEs study, which, you know, I can put a link to in the, in the notes here, but there are, uh, which stands for adverse childhood experiences. Um, and so then you can find sometimes a sensitive person can have a layer of protection and almost prevent that emotional reactivity. Okay. So that's also possible. Um, but the fact is you are impacted if you're sensitive. Okay. And so E is for empathy, right? So there's some studies on and mirror neurons in the brain. Okay. And so what that is, is that we watch what some, someone's feeling and these neurons fire and we start to kind of sense what they're feeling, right? But it's that those mirror neurons that are helping with that process, right? So some people have more and some people don't have as many, right? And so for sensitive people and especially for empaths, um, those are really active. Okay. Um, and of course I'm oversimplifying, right? And then the S is sensing the subtle. Okay. So you as a sensitive person notice little things. A lot of times you will notice little things that other people may not notice. Okay. You may notice a person um, at a social event that has some different reaction. You, know, you may notice that little reaction in their face and then they corrected it. Um, you may notice uh, just that there's a person in the corner of a room that no one's talking to, right? And so you're just aware of all the things that are going on. And often one of the complaints that I hear from my clients is that they are they often have this turned on right, without even being conscious of it. And they then go and support their loved ones using this uh, aspect of their uh, personality. And then oftentimes they do not receive that same level of, you know, sensing what a person needs and coming to their kind of aid or help or support, right? And so they can feel rejected or feel unseen or unheard. And the thing is that those, not everybody has this. This is a trait of being a sensitive person. And even within this acronym of DOES, um, there's, you know, uh, in my experience, a, a spectrum, right? So some people are better at certain things than others, right? So that makes it even more complicated. 
So that's one of the complaints is that you can sense and you do it without thinking what someone that you love, that you care about needs, and you just kind of provide that without thinking. And that's not necessarily something that you always receive. So that can cause kind of a dis discomfort, unhappiness for some sensitive people. Okay. So the reason I wanted to start with the does and sensitivity is because this gives you a baseline of hopefully understanding some of your strengths. Um, and which also with any strength, there can be the flip side of that, right? And so you can see why if you can sense everything and you can sense subtleties, sometimes you might feel like you're you're on hyper alert when you're around um, people that you care about and you exhaust yourself, right? So that's taking it to a level where it no longer is a strength, but it actually is a hindrance and it prevents you from living and thriving, right? So it's important to understand this part of yourself. And then from there, you can go into purpose, right? Into living in the world and how to live and how can I live in this world that's not designed for me, right? Because remember, it's designed for the majority of people. And the estimation is that about 20% of people are would be defined as, as an HSP or a sensitive person. And um, so then, of course, the world is not built around that small, smaller percentage of the population, right? It is built around the larger percentage, so then how do you live in this world? How do you create purpose? How do you have success? How do you have a place in the world, right? So I'm here to tell you that you do and you are much needed, right? And you were designed this way on purpose, but it's important to start by understanding yourself. And so I do want to also not, I also want to talk a little bit about empaths, right? So um, empaths are, some say a kind of a subset of HSPs or sensitive people. So it's like the sense that, that of the does the E part is heightened, right? And, um, there are even different types of empaths. I think that, you know, Dr. Judith Orloff has in her books and in her website, like a list of different types of empaths, right? And so I can go into that at another time. I'd be happy to talk more about that and what I've seen. But so that that's just a different um, kind of level. I don't want to say one's better or worse. It's just a different way. So that E part of you is more heightened and that can impact you in many different ways, okay? And so what can happen is you start to not know this about yourself. Like, so anybody that doesn't understand themselves, understand their conditioning, understand how even their childhood, how everything impacts their behavior, a lot of it ends up being unconscious or subconscious, right? If you don't understand yourself, you're driven by these things thoughts by these by this conditioning and that conditioning can cause you to then try so hard to fit into your family of origins belief systems to fit into the society around you without necessarily questioning whether that's how you want to live right and so then it can cause for some um sensitive souls, it can cause health issues because you're pushing yourself to behave in a way that is described as ideal, 
right? You want to fit in. It's a human need to want to um, be seen and heard, whether it's through fitting in or standing out, you want to be seen and heard. That's a human desire, right? And so we often do that by, um, you know, by, by going and trying to fit in. And so that can cause issues. Now, a lot of my clients come to me, they're really high achievers, Okay. They achieve high levels of success and some of them burn out because they did it in a way that, um, they thought they had to, but you can achieve high levels of success without doing it in the way that is the hustle or the pushing or whatever. Right. So, um, I am, I, I love to, to help and support my clients to know who they are, to really move past their subconscious programming, conditioning, and really stepping into who they want to be now in the world and define their levels of success, define their how they want their relationships to be, and to be able to continue to create that for themselves instead of the default um, conditioning that came from their childhood or whatever, right? And so um, I would love um, to hear from you. What are some things that you thought you had to do? What's something that you thought, like, I need to do this. If I don't do this, then I'm not a successful person or even like going as far as to say I'm not really an adult, right? So there's this whole, whole um, idea of what is it a definition of an adult, right? In different cultures, the definition can vary, right? And so I know in the Indian culture, my culture of origin, a person's really not considered an adult till they're married, right? And which, by the way, I don't agree with, but that's that's part of it, right? It's like you haven't really had a successful life. You're not really an adult. You're not really in that responsibility place until you are married. So there's this ideas that you have that maybe are on the back of your mind that impact you without you realizing it. And it, 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 it can cause you to feel like you're not enough somehow, that you are not successful enough or that you're behind or something like that, right? But what if that's not true? right? What if you're exactly where you're meant to be and there's absolutely nothing wrong with you and instead you're meant to embrace yourself and to move back past whatever it is that you're told you're supposed to do and share your light in with the world? What if that was the case? So I'd love to hear from you. What if that, what is that, that desire? You can email me and let me know. I'd love to, to, to just bring that to light for yourself. Just to share it in a safe space can create forward movement for you. Okay. So this is Kavita with Aligned and Soulful. And I hope, my hope is to come to you each week to help you move forward with your life. And if you want to connect with me, um, you can go to my website and connect with me that way. Um, if not, just stay tuned. I will continue to come to you and share the wisdom that um, I've 
acquired over time through my training, my experience, and just all the things that um, I've read and learned. And, you know, as, as a HSP and empath, I love learning. So I'm always learning. I'm always taking more training and courses because that's part of what I desire. And I used to question that. I used to say, well, why do I keep doing that? Is there something wrong with me? But now I just embrace that part of myself and say, that's just part of how I want to live my life. I want to continue to grow. And it's not that I need that, but I want that. This is part of what I define as a successful life. So I want that for all of you. In the meantime, take good care. Bye. Thank you for joining us for Aligned and Soulful Podcasts. To view the show notes and all the links that I mentioned in today's episode, please visit alignedandsoulfulpodcast.com. That's also where you can download my free gift, which is an abundance visualization and exercise to help you unlock your abundance. And so also before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you can receive new episodes right when they're released. You can subscribe right now in the app that you're listening to this podcast on. And thank you again for joining me for Aligned and Soulful. This is Kavita Milwani. I will see you next time. Until then, take good care. Bye.